This is the True Adventure Podcast, Episode 8. Welcome to the True Adventure Podcast. You love the outdoors and are ready to intentionally use Mother Nature to find your truest life. You struggle to filter out the noise of opinions of those around you. You are not as happy with your daily job as you could be. Here, we talk about how reflection, yoga, and adventure can help you rediscover your truest self. When you're ready to welcome adventure to live your truest life, this is the podcast for you. Now, your host, Karina Baldwin, the adventure guide, yoga teacher, and mental performance coach. Hello, my friends. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Karina Baldwin. I'm so excited for you guys to be here for yet another episode of the True Adventure podcast. Last week, I announced that I am giving away one America the Beautiful Pass. So if you don't know what that is, it is a National Park Annual Pass. So for 365 days, you get to get into any national park for free. And I am covering that pass. If you already have a pass and you win, I will be covering your next pass. Even if your next pass literally doesn't expire until January 2023, don't worry, I got you. I have got the next one covered. So in order to enter to win that America the Beautiful pass, you have to go to Apple Podcasts write a review of something that you've heard on this podcast that you really resonated with you, something that you enjoyed, something that you learned, anything, write a review, take a screenshot and send it to me on Instagram. So send me that DM so that way I know that I can enter you into winning an America the Beautiful National Park Annual Pass. So I just wanted to share one of the reviews that have come through. This is from Ashley in Miami. Her Instagram handle she put it in there is at cyclical underscore yoga. Um, Ashley says, this podcast has already encouraged me to better prioritize what's important to me and go out on some new adventures. I especially love the episode where Karina talks about organizing priorities into categories to get a clearer picture about how and why to make shifts in your life. I really love how Karina's personality and voice come through this podcast too. I can't wait to continue to listen and learn more about how to make more time for nature in my life. Thank you, Ashley, for the review. I really appreciate it. I love those kind words. They truly are such a good thing to read. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for leaving that review. And you are officially entered to win the America the Beautiful Pass. So again, Go ahead and write a review on Apple Podcast, take a screenshot, send it to me on Instagram, and you are officially entered to win the America the Beautiful Pass. I cannot wait to give one of these away. They're so much fun. I really opened my eyes. Uh, The first time I got one was back in 2019 when I did a road trip across the country and we were hitting so many national parks and we were like, all right, we're just going to get in America, the beautiful pass. And I've gotten a new one every single year since. So the last three years I've gotten in America, the beautiful pass 10 out of 10 would recommend. And I cannot wait to give one to one of you. All right, let's dive in. Today is all about rest. I say that because I need to hear it too. 
So much of our society pushes us to do more and more and more. You get sick, still come into work. You get sick, you work from home. Whatever it is, like you're always pushed to do a little bit more. There's always an expectation to do a little bit more. And it's so necessary for us to also take into consideration that we need time to slow down. And often, if we aren't slowing down so, so often, like we aren't slowing down in our life, the norm for us is just like, go, go, go. The universe actually sends you so many signs to like, hey, slow down. When you get sick, when you get overwhelmed, when you stress cry, I know, I don't know if that's something that you guys do, but it is something that I do. Whenever I get really overwhelmed, I just like burst into tears. And I've done it in front of coworkers before. I literally <laughs> shout out to one of my friends who's my coworker. After like maybe a month of working at the job that I was working, no, it was a little bit longer. I don't know what it was, but like a month or so of working for the army, there was just one day I just felt a lot of overwhelm. And then another coworker just got really sassy with me that I felt that it was uncalled for. And we walked out to the car at the end of the day and we got in the car because we were carpooling. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to cry now. And he was just like, uh, what? Like, I don't know you. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I just like started sobbing. Not because the sassy comment of my coworker really upset me. Not because I had like a terribly bad day. I was just like, the little things build up so quickly and so it's so important to rest it's so important to take time and actually like slow down and take moments not just of things that like make you happy like yes absolutely go hiking go skiing go backpacking go rock climbing do all those things all the time but also know that you should and you should listen to your body when it's time to take a rest so I'm going to be that example. Since January 8th, I have gone skiing three days every single weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, some Saturday, Sunday, Mondays. It's always been three days every single weekend since January 8th. I've put like, I can't do that math right now. I have it written on my calendar, but I want to say it's like 15 days on the mountain since January 8th. And it's February 18th when this podcast comes out. So that's a lot. In 45 days, 15 of them were on the mountain. That's a lot. That's a third of my time. (laughs) And as much fun as they were, they were incredible days. My body is run down. I constantly feel like I'm on the verge of sickness And I don't want you to feel that way. I don't want you to get to a point where like you have to go on that another another trip. You have to make the most of every single day. You have to, you know, do whatever because you don't. Whatever your adventure is, there's always another day. And that's okay to just put it off and do nothing for a weekend and do something close to home that doesn't take five hours to drive to or doesn't require 30 pounds of gear and doesn't require you to put strenuous effort sometimes it's a massage for a weekend I scheduled one I'm so excited for it another example I'm reading a book called unbound 
by Steph Jagger. If you are a skier, an adventurer, a travel bug, this is a really good book. This is really about her journey and she quits her job. So I'm only about halfway through. So I don't 100% know how it ends. Um, but this girl, Steph, it's like a, a autobiography, but like way more fun. <laughs> it's like not uh, sciency or like matter of fact. It's very much a dialogue. It seems as if she's speaking to you about her life in that time period. So she's this Canadian that is going after to break the world record for the most vertical feet skied in a year. So for those who aren't skiers, it's literally vertical feet is literally like how many feet from bottom to top did you ski down? Um, So let's say a ski lift, the base is at a thousand feet and the top is at 2,500 feet. You minus that and you skied 1,500 feet. Um, in one run. So she's trying to break the record and she's going for 4 million vertical feet in one year. She sets out to do 10 months of chasing winters. So she's traveling all across the world, finding winters, starting in Argentina. Um, She's in New Zealand. She's going to Japan. And then eventually she's going to make her way. Well, Japan's in in the northern hemisphere but she starts in the southern hemisphere so like um in the states that's our summer but in the southern hemisphere it's winter so she goes down there goes on all kinds of adventures and right now I'm at a point where she's in New Zealand by herself and she's going to these really really small resorts that don't have the um, amenities that some of the things that we in America might be used to Um, They're very, very small resorts that are like very old lifts that were built in the 60s. Some she's saying like the buildings were built in the 40s, like just not not very up to date places. And so it's really hard sometimes to do some of the things that you're used to. So like the ease of getting into a parking lot you she had to essentially bushwhack which if you were a hiker or backpacker it's essentially like you're creating your own trail but she has ski boots on and skis over her shoulder poles in her hand and it's like 20 degrees and she's drenched in sweat but she doesn't want to take off her jacket because it's just going to make the process longer so she's just like booking it to the car and it took her an hour to hike in ski boots through ice in this random jungle it's not jungle it's a ski resort area without the resort part and she like breaks down by her car and like drops all of her gear and just like I was talking about with my stress cry very different than hers but also the same uh She just broke down, started screaming and letting it all out and just like sobbing. And in that moment, her first thought was, I think I just need a massage and to sleep. And that's not true. I can tell you right now, if you are at a point of exhaustion where you are having those kind of breakdowns, it's not just sleep. It's not just a massage. You need so much more self-care and self-love. Something else is happening there. Go deeper. Dig deeper. Journal. Free flow. Meditate. Talk with a therapist. Whatever, whatever your outlet is, there's much more 
to be dug into there if you're having that kind of breakdown from putting in slightly more effort than you would have liked. And I say this because there's a difference between physical exhaustion and mental exhaustion slash emotional or spiritual exhaustion. Those kinds of exhaustions we don't see as clearly. They're harder. They're hidden by physical exhaustion symptoms like crying or screaming or yelling. Like It makes sense that, oh, we need to go back to the basic needs of she's hungry, she's wet, she's cold, she doesn't have shelter at that moment. Once we have all of those needs met and you don't feel better, which like temporarily you might feel better if you meet all those physical needs. After she got a shower, after she maybe got the massage, she got food in her, she took a nap, she probably did feel better. And you will probably feel better if that happens to you. But if you're getting to a point where you're exhausting yourself so much to where you have a breakdown like that, to where you can't control your emotions or it feels as though you can't control your emotions, some deeper belief is happening there. Some deeper belief is pushing you to that point of exhaustion because you shouldn't get to that point. You shouldn't need to get to that point in order to know that you need to set yourself up better in order to know that you need eight hours of sleep a night. Pay attention to when you feel your best. You feel on top of your game. You feel concentrated. You feel focused. You feel motivated. You feel happy, satisfied, loved, cherished. All those amazing emotions that make you feel full. What did you do to get there? I know for me, I I genuinely need nine hours of sleep a night like 100%. That's not like, oh, I like sleep exaggeration. I need nine hours of sleep in order to be on top of my game. And I know that for a fact. Because when I get nine hours of sleep, I could wake up at 6am every single day, as long as I went to bed at 9pm. No problem. I'm good. I don't even need coffee. I get my nine hours of sleep. I'm ready to go. Coffee's nice though. I will always take the coffee. But you don't need to get to the point where you're only getting six hours of sleep four days a week because what happens is that belief that you have to push yourself past exhaustion is just tearing yourself down so today is about rest this weekend is about rest what does that look like for you the next adventure the next mountain the next rock climbing, whatever it is that you do for your adventure, the next flight, the next country, it will all still be there. It's so tempting, especially if you live in a place where there's all four seasons and you're an outdoorsy human. It is so tempting to want to jam pack into every single weekend, but then you work five days a week And so you're waking up super early, you're not recovering, your body is not recovering at all, and then you just run yourself rampant. You dig yourself into a hole that just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. I'll rest on Wednesday, next week. And then you never fully recover, you're sitting at like 60%, and all you can get up to is 80%. You're never fully at 100%. Someone once was like, would you ever let your phone die? (laughs) 
And so many of the people in the in the class that I was in were like, no, I would do everything I can put on low power mode. I wouldn't open Instagram. I would just use it for phone and text and maps if I need be. But like, I'll go down to the bare essentials, but my phone will not die. And we're like, okay, so why do we do this to ourselves? How often or how many times like I can remember the amount of times that I've gotten so exhausted that like I break down. It's a frequent thing for me, which is I I do not like personally. I don't like that I do that, but I know that I have a belief that I'm really working on that's driving me to that point of exhaustion. It's driving me to do more, ski more, hike more, and not in a good way. It's a belief that I have that is pushing me past my limits And not in a growth way, but in a detrimental way. For the four seasons people, it's so easy because our seasons are so relatively short. Hiking, I know in the Pacific Northwest, starts around June, ends around September. It's like three and a half months of hiking. And skiing picks up maybe mid-December on a good year where it's nice and ends in April. It's essentially four months. And so we have this mentality of like, oh, we have to do this thing. Like Steph Jagger is going for four million verticals. She's like, I have to fit it into the 10 months. Otherwise, I won't break the record. I won't do it. She's pushing herself past her exhaustion. She's pushing herself past her limits and not in a way that's beneficial or in a growth capacity. So check in with yourself. Why are you going out hiking? Why are you going out on the next ski trip? Why are you going out on this next rock climbing trip? Is it because you feel as though you have to? I know you're going to enjoy it. It's enjoyable to do these things, even if you feel like you have to. Why are you doing this activity? Deep down. And it's okay. I know sometimes my answer is, because if I don't do it this weekend, I'm going to miss three days of skiing. And now that doesn't sound like a, because I want to go have fun in the mountains. That sounds like I'm coming from a place of, scarcity of like I'm never going to be able to do this again and we want to come from a place of abundance of love and excitement of I want to do this because I just genuinely want to do this that is why you want to get out into nature that is why you want to go out and adventure and do all the fun things and be full and excited about life and all that you can accomplish Because things are so much more fun when they truly come from a place of intrinsic. I genuinely do it because I love the activity, not because I feel as though I'm going to miss out. And I am the first person to say that I fall into that mentality way more often than I would like to admit. So just check in and make sure this weekend is full of love and rest 
And I hope you take this to heart and truly sit in and sink this message in is that it's okay to do nothing. It's okay to stay close to home and not go on an adventure this weekend. It is absolutely your given right to do as you please, not because your friends say, hey, we're going skiing. You have to come. You should come. Yeah, that's fun. But are you wanting to go? Why are you wanting to go? Go adventure from an intrinsic, I do this because I love it, way. That's the reason that you do it. Not because you're running out of time. Not because you feel as though you have to. Not because you feel like you're missing out if you don't go. Adventure because you love it. And rest when you need it. That is what I have for you this evening or today on Friday when this episode comes out. Once again, do not forget to enter in the America the Beautiful annual pass giveaway. Go leave a review on Apple Podcast. Take a screenshot. Send it to me on Instagram DMs. My Instagram is in the show notes, linked in the show notes. It's at PNWYogi underscore. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you. I will talk to you in the next episode.
All right, my friends, that is all that I have for you today. The 2022 hiking and yoga retreats are starting to fill up, my friends. We have Whistler in June, we have Zion National Park in July, and we have Glacier National Park in August. I love hiking and yoga retreats. I think it's so amazing to spend five days truly focused on things like the ATC model to slow down and actually understand why you react certain ways and why you feel certain ways and taking the time to reflect on your own life and reflect on the things that you want to create and have and exist and believe into existence and then act into existence and actually create that life all in five days. I have seen people's lives do a complete 180. I just recently checked in with one of my past clients. Her name is Jenny. And I know on the retreat that we went on in November, she was really looking to find the power within herself to set boundaries, to say no. She was constantly always saying yes and always people-pleasing. She was finding herself a lot more often in people pleasing. And then she found out she was pregnant. Not at the retreat. She knew that beforehand. But at the retreat, she came and she hadn't yet announced to the world that she was pregnant. And she knew that she had to place those boundaries before this little bundle of joy came into the world. She knew that she had to go out and actually learn how to say no and ensure that she is putting herself first because if she didn't put herself first she was never going to teach her little one to put himself first she was never going to teach her child that they matter the most so I checked in with her and I am so proud of her and I'm so amazed by her because she is setting boundaries. She is telling her employer exactly when she's leaving. She is telling her business when she wants to work, when she doesn't want to work. She is showing up when she wants to show up and not showing up when she doesn't want to show up. And that right there is creating the life that she wants and creating the life that she wants to share with her baby boy. And I think that is so amazing. So shout out to Jenny. I am so proud of you. You are doing great. So if you are ready to make the shift and start saying no and starting to put on your own boundaries in your life and ensuring that you are drawing the line in the sand wherever it is for you to create the life that you want, now is the time. You can go to the show notes there is a link in there called schedule a call. Click that, schedule a call with me. Let's start talking about how you can create those boundaries in your own life, how you can start saying no and ensuring that you are always putting yourself first because you absolutely deserve that. This 45-minute call will make giant, giant shifts in your life and it is time for you to put yourself first and for you to actually do this thing for you. So take the time. The link is in the show notes. Click the link, schedule a call with me, and let's start talking. All right, my friends, I will talk to you in the next episode.